This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's your grocery hack? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Bradley, what are we asking? Uh, what, why, what, huh? What are we, why? Yeah, because there was this grocery hack over on the internets I saw, and I thought, oh, that's interesting. Turns out, though, the people who work at that grocery store are like, please don't do this. And I was just like, I bet people have all sorts of things that they do at the grocery store to make their experience more efficient. Mm-hmm. 651-641-1071. Give us a jingle, jangle, jingle. Specifically, though, and I know it's specifically, but I like to say specifically so it's not intentional. Don't E-V-O-O, send an email. extra E-V-O-O. virgin olive oil. The grocery hack that raised this question occurs at a place I know you shop, mm-hmm. and it's called Aldi. Yes. Now, do you know this hack? I don't know. What's the hack? Oh, well, I thought maybe you'd seen the story. <laughs> I did, but I wanted you to tell the world what the hack oh, is. Oh, okay. So you were pretending you didn't know for the purposes of radio. Yes. Nothing entertainment. Everyone smokes. Okay. So the hack in question that you're aware of or not. Wink, wink. wink. Is <laughs> to space out your stuff on the conveyor belt such that you have enough time. It will take the cashier longer to ring up your merchandise so that you will then have time to bag your groceries without having to run to the table with your cart. Okay. And I don't bag know this, them separately. This feels like a lot of gymnastics. It is. And it's actually rude to the cashier because cashiers are essentially judged on their ability to move the line as quickly as possible. Especially at Aldi, because yeah. one of the ways that they keep the cost of your food down is by having shorter hours. And like, so they really need to move people through as fast as possible, which is why it feels harsh when they are ringing you up and dumping things in your cart and then just like push your cart away. It's because they got to get to the next person. And so you had people like, oh, look at this cool hack. And then a bunch of cashiers were like, hey, not a cool hack. No. Also, don't do this. So, the, But I bet there are far less controversial hacks that people employ at the grocery store all the time. I mean, things as simple as, and I don't know if, if you're like this, but I like to go to my frozen foods last because oh, yeah. I don't want them to melt. Oh, that's a good hack. But I mean, it's kind of just so obvious, right? Well, and you know, traipse uh, yeah. around the store for a half hour with, you know, your ice cream melting. My grocery hack. Thank you for asking. Yeah, and no, by the way, six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. What's your grocery hack? I've been doing this since before the pandemic is to just order my groceries. Yeah. Her hack is to not sit go on my couch to not mm-hmm. go. 
uh, to make someone else do it. No, I and you're employing people, so that's good. Thank you for Thanks. keeping America's employment rate Thanks. as high as possible Trust during me, this difficult time. It is not out of laziness. It is literally out of like convenience. Well, and yeah, you've got a lot I, of mouths. I just have a lot food. of mouths to feed, and a lot of those Stuff mouths have a lot of activities. Yeah, no, you're not alone. Yeah, and I think that's perfectly valid. The um, six five one six four one one zero seven one. The other hack that I was thinking of is totally rude. But it's not really rude, but I don't know. Maybe you do this. Like if there's something like um, I like to pick behind things. Mm, mm-hmm. I like to select things that aren't on top. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Because the things I feel like the things on top have been manhandled. Yeah. A lot. Are you talking about specifically like in your produce like chips? Area? Oh, interesting. Bags of chips. Because I always feel like if you take the front bag mm. of chips, they're going to be crankled. Yeah, that's a good point. But I know that's probably rude. Is on it? On some level to the like to humanity on because everybody wants none and sometimes you just got to take the crinkled chip. Right. Which if you're the person taking the one in the front because you didn't think about take grabbing it from the back, <laughs> then, you know. And there was a lady at the Costco in the uh Here's my here's my hack really quickly mm-hmm. for the Costco veggie area, mm-hmm. you know, the freeze oh, the yeah. refrigerator. Oh, I know it. Leave your cart in the winter. On the that's outside. my favorite place to go. What in, in the winter? I love to go into the fridge areas at Costco. Why? I meant I meant summer. Oh, I was like, why Sorry. are you going? There I had in my the season wrong. It just when you, it's really but hot leave outside. Your and you darn cart outside. Mm-hmm. Do not bring your cart inside, please and thank you. Unless your kid is in it, and then you do kind of have to bring well, it through. I mean. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm not saying abandon your child. <laughs> I'm saying for the 99% of you who don't have anybody in your cart, leave the darn thing so that we can, the rest of us can get in and out. And if it's 110 degrees outside and you see a grown woman just standing in the corner, it's me. Yeah. So just wave hi, Colleen. Hi. You staying <laughs> cool? Beth is on the line. Hi, Beth. Hi, Beth. Beth, what is your grocery hack? Hi, um, it's actually, I'm, I'm supporting Colleen on this one. Um, it's the ordering. And before the pandemic, I was like, oh my gosh, people are so lazy. And then I started ordering because of the pandemic. And I am seriously saving so much money because I actually plan out my meals ahead of time. Right. I order them and that's all I get. I don't find all the delicious things on sale. Yeah. Right. And you're not like sure. wandering down the aisle and going, oh, I've never heard of that thing. I better try it. Right. Exactly. You only so buy I'm what you're going to. So much money. Yeah. I, high five, Beth. I'm I, with you. I agree. There was a good chunk of last year that I did it online as well. And it was so much easier to plan things. Right. And you, you could just always know what you were doing next. Yeah, thank you, Beth. Uh, okay, we've got Rooster on the line. Oh, Rooster. And by the way, 651-641-1071, what's your grocery hack? Rooster, what's your grocery hack? Oh, so I used to, I have this friend of mine that used to work at Walmart, mm-hmm. and uh, when she had to bring around more than one cart, she told me that you can take the belt, the, the safety belt for the kids in, from the back of the cart and pin it and uh, buckle it to the front of the next cart. And so then you can just pull them around like a train. Oh my gosh. And have like a double, a double cart. My God. I feel double, double or triple. There was one time I was, I was in Cubs, uh, I don't know, a few months ago and this girl, she was really struggling with two carts. And I said, Hey, watch this. And she was like, Oh my God. Oh, (laughs) you won the day for that That person. Awesome. I had no idea. That's amazing. I hadn't even thought of that. I just, inherently feel bad for someone who has to do two, the two cart right shuffle. i guess i've never had to do that but that is i bet if you had like four teenagers at home 
you'd have to do that. Probably. Just for the amount of food yes. that they eat. Uh, oh, we got an email from Tony who says, and I have, I, I'm reading this all for the first time on the air. Okay. Uh, bonjour, Colleen and Bradley. Oh, yeah, yes. Tony, she goes, she is a longtime listener. Yeah. Aldi rules. Love it. But here in France, they also, we also have wine and they have a great sparkling Cremant de Bourguignon. I don't, I don't know what that is. Wine. Uh, I teach English at a dairy product company and the R&D department. Love working with them because they have one of one kind of fruit or plain yogurt. So they have big volumes. Anyway, uh, Aldi has the greatest ground lamb in the States. Wow. Now, you know, Bradley, because you love ground lamb. I do love. I have to eat it, though, when my partner's out of town. because He does not like lamb. So now, you know, thank you. That's where I bought my uh, my lamb. What's that called? What's the one? <laughs> what this is? Oh, Thank boy. you. You know when you get lamb and they're the lollipops. What's that from? What? That's like a lamb chop. Yeah, l- lamb chops. Thank you. Those yeah. are that's the word. I got. What that's, is this? That's the bones. The movement she's doing, kids, looks <laughs> that's like not, she's tickling something. That's not the bone. Uh, no, what I was. <laughs> okay. Stop it, Holly. Do you have any grocery Holly's store 12. hacks? I go. <laughs> um. We, I like I go to the grocery store, so that's that that's I scintillating. Buy food and eat it, so I don't have to eat out so much. Yes, our good friend Panda on Twitter says, "I don't know if this counts, but I keep large totes and baskets in my car." Oh yes, duh. Yeah, this, you should, this is for num- sure. Yeah. That's, then after mm. I check out, I don't bother bagging in the store. This was a life changer for me. She said, "I take the whole cart back out to my car and just put everything in one to two bags." I don't always do this, but the first time it occurred to me I could do this, I was like, why do I sit there in quickly shoving things into a bag to get out of people's way Mm -hmm. when you can just put it back in the cart Mm -hmm. and bag it at your car? Yeah. Now, that'll tick people off who want your spot if you're at the Costco's. Yeah. But... I will say, we. I used to, I used to at all, when I went, when I shopped more at Aldi, I kept a laundry basket in the car. Yeah. And that's what I did. I would just put it all into the mm-hmm. cart, bring it out to the cart, dump it into the laundry basket because you could take it in in one. It's one easy thing instead yeah. of 12 tiny little plastic And bags. then I would just put the laundry basket right back by the front door. So yeah. the next time I went out to my car, I would that's put it smart. back in the car. Laundry baskets are my life hack for everything. Yeah. Do you put your kids in there? Yes. I actually did when the twins were little. I'm not joking. I would put them in the laundry basket to carry them up and down steps. Oh, that's, I'm dead serious. Yeah, that makes sense. I also use it to pack, like, if we're going away for, like, a weekend, I pack everybody's stuff in the laundry basket. That's and then smart. I know. And then when we leave, it's in the laundry basket. You have to check that? Life hack. Not when we fly <laughs> places, you nerd. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, here's what we're watching live. Holly and I have both watched... A new show on Netflix, and uh, we're going to give you our impressions. Bradley, aren't you excited? I'm so excited. Of Cooking with Paris after this on My Talk 1071. Well, we love to watch television on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, Holly Roberts. Hello. Holly and I uh, both have been, have watched a few, I've watched a few episodes. Holly, I think, has watched the entire season of a show that we want to tell you about. Here's what we're watching live. You, you guys watch that television show together, don't you? Don't you, don't you? Team Cobra presents Here's, Here's What We're Watching Live. So I had been meaning to watch this over the weekend. Holly told me about it on Monday, and I been, so I finally got around to watching a couple episodes of Cooking with Paris and? on Netflix. And you know, well, 
First of all, remember it was inspired by that lasagna video that yeah, she did on YouTube. Video. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. So I've been looking forward to this. Um, I'm going to just say right off the bat, it is entertaining. Holly, your thoughts? Agreed. It is super entertaining. Well, she's an entertaining human, so that doesn't surprise me. Well, and to that end, I'm actually glad you said that, because one of the things we've learned about um, Paris Hilton, for sure in the last year with her um, documentary, is that Paris Hilton is playing a character. Yeah. And she's well aware of it. Oh, for sure. And she she has honed what that character is. And what's interesting about that character, and Holly, you had said this on Monday, and so I kind of knew to watch for it. Okay, so really quickly, what she does is she cooks a meal with somebody famous. famous, And you see them go through the whole process. In the beginning, you see her go in an evening gown, wearing a mask to a grocery store to get all the ingredients, which is just kind of also funny. Like she asks what chives are, that kind of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha, so funny. And then she invites somebody over to her house and they cook together in the kitchen. And you and you do like there's a there's a recipe. You learn something. Yeah, she actually cooks something. But, you know, it's full of antics and she doesn't quite yeah. know exactly what she's doing or where to find things in the kitchen, etc. But it's entertaining in that regard. So but what's interesting is the people that she invites to come and cook with her. There are some people who she knows very well. So her first guest is Kim Kardashian. Yeah. They go way back. And Holly, you had told me when uh, when you watched it, something very interesting about what you see when she's cooking with somebody who she knows. Oh, right. So Paris Hilton, you were talking about how she is in on the joke of her persona. Watch when Paris Hilton is cooking with somebody she knows, like Kim Kardashian. Her voice drops mm-hmm. when she's talking to Kim. Which is, uh, I would assume, her natural voice. Right. Right. Yeah. So she drops that baby voice that you all know from Simple Life and just Paris Hilton being Paris Hilton. And she drops into a lower register that's less ditzy. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. But what was, I don't know about you, but what was not, I'm not going to say troubling, but what was, it felt exhausting to me was watching her flip back and forth between them. Yes. And also to think about how she has to maintain that. Right. So there's an episode where she's with the comedian Nikki Glazer. Mm-hmm. And Nikki Glazer is fangirling over being with Paris Hilton and cooking a meal with her. Paris Hilton then understands that and so turns on the Paris Hilton Just persona. To give, her, give her what she's probably expecting. Exactly. Yeah. She turns it up to 11 yeah. and is full on Paris Hilton, the persona that we know. It made me kind of wonder. So I watched two episodes. I watched the Kim Kardashian episode and then I. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
went through, I just skipped a bunch and went to Demi Lovato because I kind of wanted one person that she knew really well. And then one person she didn't know as well, which she actually does know Demi Lovato pretty well. Um, but I didn't know a lot of the other people. So I was like, okay, so these are the two that I'm going to watch. And what I, what I wonder is for, for example, for Kim Kardashian, because Kim Kardashian used to be Paris Hilton's stylist, Mm -hmm. right? Her assistant. Assistant, yeah. Organizer. And they've known each other since they were kids. And it made me wonder if Kim Kardashian isn't a little bit like, oh my gosh, this is so annoying. Do not give me this persona. Like, don't give me this fake Oh, well, I'm sure it's just like, it's like you would, you know, I mean, as somebody who's had a persona in his life where I arrived with a voice that was not my own, Mm -hmm. if I were to do that to you, you at a certain point would be like, I'm, can we, can I just have you? Yeah. Right. Like, so I imagine that if you have a personal connection with someone, Mm -hmm. it's totally understandable that the more personal of that connection, the less you feel obligated to keep up that hmm, persona because it's more work. And it's it's like if I were to do that around Jamie, he would just be like, I don't this. What are you doing? Yeah. Stop. Right. Like you were talking about that a little bit yesterday about how that drives you nuts when people bring their method acting into you know, their real lives. Yeah. I'm like, bye. Yeah. So I, I I think that's totally makes sense and plausible that she would do that. So what's interesting too, is that she does do actual recipes and Holly, I know there was at least one that you were like, I want to try that one. I want to try the Kim Kardashian brunch recipes. Yeah. They made frosted flake French toast. Yeah. It looked really good. It did look kind of good. And then they made a frittata that also looked kind of good. And I was like, oh, I could actually make some of these recipes. Right. Just by watching the show. Wouldn't have to do a lot of research into it. Well, you have to imagine that she knows enough to go find something that's real. You know, like if, and I don't know if those are recipes she actually cooks on a regular basis, but she's got people. You don't really get the impression that she cooks on a regular basis. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the whole shtick, right? Right. When she was making lasagna, you're like, this is a woman who probably doesn't really make this. Oh, and doesn't know like kitchen tools. Yeah. Like she didn't, Kim asked her where the tongs were. And she said, what are tongs? (laughs) That's hilarious. And Kim was like, you know, the things that like clip and she was like oh these things and she had them yeah also i was having like heart palpitations because they were using metal on non-stick the cast iron oh Oh, yeah oh and i was like no 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 but whatever you know what I i give her credit for trying it is entertaining it's a half hour per episode you know it's fun steaks it's fun for fun when we come back on the colleen and bradley show celebrities behaving badly we call them deeper after this Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. Hello. And we have a name for these celebrities behaving badly. What is that name, Bradley? D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Alec Baldwin. Oh, bing, bong. What did he do now? Alec Baldwin blames cancel culture for I can't. Governor of Bye. New York's resignation amid sexual harassment accusations. Bye. On Twitter, regardless of what you think of Cuomo, this is a tragic day. 
party politics in this country draw ambitious, but ultimately isolated, even socially maladjusted men and women who, given the current cancel culture, will likely have their shortcomings exposed and magnified. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyone? I mean, Mm. I just... mm -mm. What? No, you say, uh uh-uh, but that means you... mm -hmm. I just... I I don't want to... Go. What You go. Um, Okay. So, let's start with the obvious... Excuse me? Party politics in this country draws ambitious but ultimately isolated, even socially maladjusted men and women who, given the current cancel culture, will likely have their shortcomings exposed and magnified. What that says is they are not responsible for the things that they Mm -hmm. did. And it is your fault that this happened. When that takes the responsibility away from... Alec ba- or, uh, from yeah, Andrew, Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, maladjusted men and women. So it's like politics requires that we have uh, jerks mm-hmm. and we can't we're not good with that. Mm-hmm. And so we can't have anything nice. Which is just the most... What I want to say to Alec Baldwin is this is all about you. Well, that's what I was about to say, is that this is like a projection for him. Yeah, this is not about the issue. This is about you. And specifically, this is about your wife and your wife's inability to deal with reality. Mm -hmm. And actually your wife's ability to try to make money off of an identity that is not hers. And she was called out on that didn't take responsibility for that. You're both still playing the victims because mm-hmm. of it, living in your ivory towers, um, festooned with all sorts of finery. Babies. Sorry. <laughs> well, I was just going to say they're <laughs> nice things. But sure, they're babies. Um, I'm glad I tossed it to you because I was just going to go directly there, and I think that it was important for us to take that entire walk. Because you're right. He sees, he feels like he has something in common with Andrew Cuomo. Oh, I I don't know if he's, well, I mean, maybe, but I think what he's trying to say is you, you guys can't have nice things because you require, it it is the weirdest twisted logic. Like I can't even untwist it because ultimately what he's saying is that party politics in this country draws ambitious, but ultimately isolated, socially maladjusted men and women. Meaning, you guys are electing people who are jerks. Right. Also, I love that he says maladjusted men and women. No, actually, the only people who have been maladjusted, who've been removed from office, are men. Mm-hmm. So this is a uniquely male problem, mm-hmm. right? Like, I what? who's the woman that was removed for the likes of that which... Andrew Cuomo has been accused of. I can't think of her. I can't think I don't of know one if she's woman, around. Right. Yeah. So first of all, don't try to put this on anyone, but who it's on, mm-hmm. which is a man named Andrew Cuomo mm-hmm. who did actual things, according to all sources, mm-hmm. right? And then says, given the cancel culture, and that's where it comes back to him, right? And the cancel culture to him is anybody who disagrees with him or what he's trying to do in the world, right? Right. Right. And then we'll likely have their shortcomings exposed. Um, Sexually assaulting a woman is not a shortcoming. Mm -hmm. And exposing it is like, it sounds pejorative, exposed and magnified. Mm -hmm. 
No, just revealed. Yeah. By a person who's telling... Shown in the light of day. About their actual victimization. Mm-hmm. Reported right? on by legitimate journalists. Yes. Right. Investigated by actual right. uh, law enforcement agencies. So here we are, Alec Baldwin is basically <sighs> saying because of the victim, the actual victim who has come forward and talked about their victimization, Yeah. now Andrew Cuomo is a victim. Yeah. I mean, that's essentially what he's yeah. saying. Yeah, of course. Well, and but he tries to do it knowing he can't say that because right. you can't say Andrew Cuomo's a victim because everybody like, what? But he's saying like, oh, we just can't have nice things mm-hmm. because of this cancel culture business. I mean, it's just a shame. It's taking down everything that we love. No, no, actually, we can't have nice things not. for other reasons. It has nothing to do with cancel no, culture. Also, mm-hmm. I've got all the things that I need. Mm-hmm. I, and I don't need someone sexually assaulting women to have what I want. Mm-hmm. That's just not required. Anyway, so to me, uh, Alec Baldwin, as is the case most days, needs to just button his lips. And be quiet. Thank you. Who is your D-bag, Somebody else who needs to button their lips. Oh! Um, I'm actually going to... Okay, so just go on this journey. Like, my initial D-bag is the sun. And you don't mean... Not the the one that shines. Oh, sorry. Neither of those. (laughs) I mean, the sun, the tabloid. The tabloid. What do they do now? Uh, my second D-bag is Kim Kardashian, and my third D-bag is myself. Oh, my God. Ooh, You're what? a D-bag? I am. Because, oh. Is this a first? Because my first, the reason I'm calling out the sun is because they're telling this story. Oh. The story involves Kim Kardashian and something she said, and mm-hmm. now I'm a D-bag because I'm sharing it here. Oh, thank you. You're okay. welcome. So the son, for some reason, decided to dig up an old story about something that Kim Kardashian said in 2013 in passing on an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians about an intimate detail of Kanye West's body. Mm. Apparently, there was a scene where Kim was at a doctor's appointment while she was pregnant with her her. And Kanye's daughter, North, yep. who's now eight years old. So this happened about eight, just over eight years ago. Okay. She was about to find out the gender of North. Okay. Her daughter. Yeah. By ultrasound. Okay. When the doctor said, we're going to have to look around for the sex. That's the thing. You know, you got to like get the camera in the right spot and get the baby in the right spot to see what's happening. And Chris Jenner, who was present at the ultrasound, said, do you see a little pee-pee? Of course. The doctor said he did not. Do you see a little pee-pee? I mean, what are you, I know. 12? Yeah, no. Yeah. Actually, Chris, a 12-year-old wouldn't say that. A yeah. like, 5-year-old would yeah. say that. Yeah. Chris, not 12, 65 years of yeah. age. Do you see a little pee-pee? At which point, Kim said about, now remember the context of this, about her child, her unborn child. Yeah. Talking about her child. Yeah. She says, well, definitely take after the father so you would see it. No. What? We're not doing Again, that. you're talking no. about your child's genitalia. <laughs> and Which does make you a D-bag because I didn't want to think about children's genitalia. Thank you. I? I told you. <laughs> I am now, because I shared the story, but I read that and I and I don't, because I don't watch the show. But so you of course just I know. Didn't. Oh. You just know people. Oh. Mm. <laughs> There's more to what the son wrote oh. that I cannot, yes. I will not Thank share. You will. You on will. The, I you. No, I really won't. 
I won't. I just won't. I am a decent person, and I don't want to be. It's about the. It's about the subject of this entire thing, which is Kanye West's schwans and what Kim likes to do with it. And I'm done now. <laughs> oh yeah, she likes to. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. See, I'm done. She pre- I, don't even I can want read you. it. I don't okay, care. Go. She previously revealed her favorite sex position is quote. See, Holly is quote. And there's no such thing as too big. So thank you, The Sun, for taking us on a journey about... Hey, she likes nudity, too. Starting with an ultrasound of the baby and taking us into the... I can't. I also... Can I... I just say I had an existential thought, and there's probably a very obvious reason, because I don't... I'm not a parent and uh, have not had children. Mm -hmm. Is there some medical purpose for knowing the sex of a child before it is born? I would say no, but you may, I mean, there is a, um, other than curiosity, curiosity, but also, I mean, if you know of children who have had maybe some, um, like intergendered or intersexed, Mm -hmm. um, I don't, I'm not gonna, I don't want to say issues and not issues, but who are condition, yeah, who are showing as intersex. Anomaly. Yeah, that early. That yeah. might be something that the parents sure. would like to know to have the a conversation, reason, but no, other than that, I'm I can't think of that, one. I'm just saying that, like, I can understand, like, you would want to have a reference point so that you can determine if there's some developmental issue or condition that you need to pay attention mm-hmm. to medically. And I thought, well, maybe there is something, but, like, I also just think it's weird that people obsess about the gender or sex of their mm-hmm. child. Yeah, I think it's just a curiosity. Yeah, I think it's just a curiosity. I mean, I understand curiosity. Like, I love to, you know. Right. <laughs> there's all sorts of things that I love to know that are totally irrelevant. It's sort of like peeking at a gift before you can open it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I don't know. And, you know, but no, I don't know that there is a medical reason for it. That's a good question, though. Because you don't, they don't necessarily have to look. Yeah. I just feel like we're way too obsessed with sex and gender of children. Yeah. I think that that's a especially unborn children. An accurate uh assessment but of the again, situation. I say that way over here. Uh-huh. I, I I mean not that this actually matters but it did it did matter to me with my twins because it was easier to see that they had that they were not identical yep. by checking You mean you that. can't have identical opposite Thank you, Bradley. Gender <laughs> You'd twins. You'd be surprised how no, many people used to say that. Too, oh, didn't all they? the time. Yeah. Uh, no, but th- that was that was an easier way for us to find out that they were yeah. fraternal. Oh, and I'm not yeah. saying it's not a judgment like you can't do that or you shouldn't do that. I'm just saying it's no. I'm I've, just I'm all, having that just thought like, experiment as well over what, here. What's the point of actually knowing that? Yeah, but I think it's because again, you know, our society we like to focus on that stuff. So we do. It doesn't surprise me. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, something we like to focus on on the Colleen and Bradley show, a D-bag double down. We've been very D-bag food. Uh, Well, sorry, but I will say we've been very D-bag double down heavy this week. We have. We've actually been very D-bag heavy show wise. Yeah. Sorry about it. Hashtag. Are we? Not really sorry. What's served to us? 
Yes, thank yeah, you, Holly. Thanks. We take what we are given. Yeah, those celebrities are just D-bags for not giving us better stories. There you go. Mm. When we come back, we'll do a D-bag double down after this on My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Trainer, Hi. we got an extra D bag for you. It's a little D bag double down. Double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Uh, hello, magazine. Hello. Uh, hello. Yeah. Um, Hello Magazine is talking about Rebel Wilson. So this is probably a little from column A and a little from column B. Mm-hmm. But there's also kind of a backhanded compliment oh. coming Hello's way. But let's start with the D-bag portion of this segment in a story all about Rebel Wilson creating a stir on a yacht. Rebel Wilson's yeah. vacation photos on board a $320,000 a week yacht have to be seen to be believed. Now, Colleen, I would like you to do me a favor. Yeah. Please open the story. I am. And I want you to look at the photos. Okay. Okay. Are you seeing photos? I am. Yeah. Now, uh, okay. Would if I told you that these photos, as the headline indicates, of Rebel Wilson's vacation on board a three hundred and twenty thousand dollar a week yacht. If I told you that's what these photos were about, Mm -hmm. but you have to see them to believe them, Mm -hmm. do you think you'd see something unbelievable on them? Well, I would think so. That's what I was going to be clicking for, was something just that I've never seen before. Now, of the photos you're seeing, is there anything that you needed to see to believe? Nope. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Could you give me an example of one of those photos? Uh, well, it appears to be a sailboat that she's on, like a sailboaty kind of yacht. Yeah. And um, one of them, she's holding onto the sail ropes. Mm-hmm. Also appears to be stretched, like I think, photoshopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I don't think she's seven feet tall. Yeah, so does not have to actually be seen to be believed. Like, you would have believed that those are photos of her on a yacht without me having to see them to you. Right. (laughs) One of them is from the, what is that thing called? The rat's nest? What's that nest The rat's nest? The bird's nest. The The crow's nest? Crow's nest, thank you. Uh, Looking down on the 
bow of the boat yeah. and there's some people I mean, lying just, down. It's, it's yeah, I, I believe it. Like my point is, like these are just photos of her on a dumb boat. Yeah, and also like it's that thing where everybody's trying to be on a yacht right now. So right. kudos Rebel Wilson for getting in on that game, right? And it's a 320, like we needed to know. I mean, yes, it's a big fancy yacht. Yep. And thanks Rebel Wilson for sharing. Now, when I said to you, hello, magazine, mm-hmm. um, did a story about Rebel Wilson, mm-hmm. you probably very quickly went to an assumption. I thought that probably we were going to get... A whole story about her year of health and her 65-pound weight loss. Ding that dong, please. Oh, I will. Ding. Ah! There it is. There it is. Um, yes, I was like, well, here's what I'm going to take these her hers to task for. Mm-hmm. I don't know what a her her is, but I do know. Fill what in a, the blank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm going to take these jerks to task for, is there going to be like, Rebel Wilson shows off her incredible 60-pound weight loss on a yacht. Right. That is the sound of applause to Hello Magazine for not in at any point in this story, because I went through the entire dumb story in Hello Magazine. Nary and a mention. Nowhere, no, not nary. None. None, none, none a mention. None a mention. None a mention of her losing 60 pounds. At least I looked very, you know, superficially. But I could not find anything referencing her weight loss. And I was like, okay, well, that is progress. Yeah. Is it not? Because we have been seeing stories they about must rebel. Be listening. Do you think? No. Mm-mm. I will say, though, they do promote within this story, other stories about her 75 Oh, yeah, weight loss. they link to because that's all the stories that they've been... Right. That's the only stories they've been covering. Yeah. But at least in this particular story... Nothing. Zero. Yeah. That's impressive. Maybe they're... Maybe, maybe they're changing for the better. I mean, probably not. I wouldn't no. hold your breath. <laughs> no. But I do think it's important to, you know, give credit where credit is due. Thank you. Thank you, Hello Magazine, for not Hello. hitting us over the so head with that. So stop being such... Well, also, give me the dumb thing that you're trying to give me. Because I understand totally, completely, that what this was, was the, the, the Rebel Wilson's people trying to get her as much attention as humanly possible. Right. And it's usually in Hello Magazine uh, or some other you know, tabloid of its kind. Right. I am trying to, uh, so the, the name of the vessel she's on is called the twizzle. Yeah. And I am presently trying to, and they linked to it, but the link is broken. So I'm trying, cause now I'm, this is where I get interested. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, celebrity on a yacht. I don't even care about the celebrity. Yeah. The star for me is the yacht. Show me all the pictures oh, of yeah. the Twizzle. Well, and this is very much like a sort of sailing yacht. Yeah. So they have giant sails. This is not your typical uh, bougie. Well, I mean, I guess it's a, it is a big bougie mega yacht, obviously. But right. It's, it's a little different in style than the ones that we've been seeing people like Jennifer Lopez on. Right. Et cetera. Yeah. But somebody definitely is like they're not doing... Because from what I understand, sailing is an all-hands-on-deck can be. 
an all hands on deck kind of experience, right? Where you have to participate in the steering of the boat and the positioning of the sails. Well, and, and this I, looks like something where they're playing around with it, but there's got to be a staff that's doing that. Well, yeah, either that or it probably has a motor that it can run on if it doesn't need to. True. Use. I'm just looking to see where it is right now. Oh, good, a- good, a- good ask. Um, good idea. It's uh, on the Isle of Capri. Oh, in port. I don't know if she's Go still figure. on it though. Something tells me she's probably not still on it. I haven't checked her social media. I actually unfollowed her at a certain point because I was like, I really don't need to keep up with the day to day goings on of one Rebel Wilson at this p- moment. She's right. there if I need to find her. But um, unlike Hannah Hargrave, U.S. Deputy Editor for Hello Magazine, I don't need to know where she is at all times. Mm. Um, I will say now I'm looking at the twizzle and it is... The twizzle? It's real pretty. For her. Yeah, it's a real pretty vessel. So good on her. I'm glad that she joined the um, ranks of yachters. Right as well, we as we head out of yachting season. Yeah, of course she's going to want to be seen on. Right. It is a fifty-seven point four nine meter sail yacht. Mm. It's beautiful. Very fancy. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is your favorite fast food breakfast? Where do you like to pick up that fast food breakfast from? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Special points for the unsung heroes of your fast food breakfast. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. After this, my talk one zero seven one. Hi, it's Stephanie Hansen.